Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You don't have to listen to Sports Grid. You can always go find a clover patch. Get down on all fours and find one with four leaves. Or you can get the winning edge right here. And you won't get any ticks. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Welcome in, everybody, to the early line. Live right here on Sports Grid on a Monday morning. I am Kevin Walsh. And, of course, joined by Donnie Wrightside as we get set to recap a lot of the doings from yesterday, week seven in the NFL. Donnie, how are you? Doing good. New week, new money on a Monday also. I mean, a lot of stuff going on in the NFL, but we do have a World Series that is beginning this week. Two teams that at least one team we thought would be there. Another one, the upstart. We'll start to obviously be talking about that later in the week, but I love Monday. Armchair quarterback time, Kevin. Absolutely, and there is a lot to get to. We start things off with these 7-7 and headlines with one of the more surprising results I think we will see all year long we always talk on thursdays the lowest scoring team weekly specials bears held Mm. to three the panthers held to three and a three-way tie because the kansas city chiefs were held to three i was having flashbacks to the super bowl my stomach was turning the titans hold kansas city to three points they got shut out in the second half donnie and still ran the chiefs out of the building 27 to 3 a nightmare game from start to finish as the chiefs once again drop below 500 yeah, it would have been the odds in this football game that there would be three total points scored in the second half between these two teams. Amazing, right? Well, it must have been a hurricane or a tornado come through Nashville. Not so fast. What a blowout victory. And maybe this is just the Kansas City Chiefs team that we're going to see in 2021. Great performance here by the Titans. They put that football team away quickly. I have to say, I did lose a prop bet in this one. I thought it was one of the easier ones of the week. Tannehill and Mahomes to throw a touchdown in each half. My goodness, what happened, Mahomes? What was this game? I mean, you had a piece of the over. I'm just like, oh, wow, this isn't going to get close. I was like, well, if they score a touchdown. Nope, wasn't going to get close. Mahomes left the game injured as well, but they say he will be okay for next week's Monday night football game against the New York Giants. How about the Rams beating the Detroit Lions 28-19? to The Lions played like their season was on the line. An early start, up 10 it didn't matter. Matthew Stafford, three touchdowns, 334 yards. Rams moved to 6-1. and one. Lions still winless through seven weeks of action. Yeah, Lions were getting over two touchdowns in this game. And it was a great call by you on your alt-line, or the, I believe it was your teaser play, which was sensational. Mm-hmm. The Lions threw the kitchen sink at the Rams yeah. and still lost by nine points. They converted, like, every single fake and crazy <laughs> play they could get, and they still weren't in it. Credit Dan Campbell here yeah. for getting his team ready to play. But when you get every single thing to go your way and you still lose by close to double digits, that just goes to tell you this is a tough season for the Lions here in 2021. Plus 22 and a half, baby. Oof. Tag team teaser, six and one. On the season, how about the Carolina Panthers? Listen, when I'm wrong, I'll tell you I'm wrong. But when I'm right, I will tell you I am right. I mean, is this guy not a franchise quarterback or what? Sam Darnold got benched against the Giants? What? MetLife Stadium scaries, Donnie? I mean, that's just an unbelievable scene. Panthers three points against the New York Giants. Yep, how about the first couple games this season? Oh, man, look at Darnold. Just need to get out of the Jet, playing for the Jets in New York City. Goes down to Carolina. Whoa, Carolina might be able to win that division. Not so fast, people. It's Sam Darnold out here, and that's why you're seeing the trade rumors heat up with Carolina trying to make a move for Deshaun Watson. Come on, Sammy. Got to be better. 
16 of 25, 111 yards, no touchdowns mm. and a pick. Bench for P.J. Walker. Not how Man. you draw it up. We got the radio audience into the fold here. Appreciate all those listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you here on a Monday morning, recapping some of the biggest action over the weekend. And how about the Cincinnati Bengals with a statement win in Baltimore? They moved to 5-2 and two as they beat the Ravens 41-17. to 17. And maybe Donnie Jamar Chase in seven games wrapped up offensive rookie of the year. Eight catches, 201 yards, and a touchdown. This guy's unbelievable. Yeah, and I want to say now, if you go to like the FanDuel Sportsbook, you probably saw Trey Lance make a huge move yesterday <laughs> because he didn't play and Jamar Chase dominated, yeah. but certainly not the case here. Plus 175 now to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year, and rightfully yeah. so. He has been absolutely incredible all the way through. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what he does for the rest of the season. He is a legitimate NFL talent. He's a star. He's going to make an all-pro team this year, and he's a big part of the reason that the Bengals right now are at the top of that AFC race. Folks, you want to talk about being right about stuff. I mean, how about old Donnie right side? Favorite team total of the week, the New England Patriots. They scored 54 points? My goodness, Donnie. My goodness, they ran it up. Good for Mac Jones. 54 spot beat the Jets. 54 to 13? Yeah, this, these are the fun ones that you get when you're in the betting world where in your team total covers in the first half, and then you realize you have like an hour and a half until the Eagles play, and what are you going to do? I don't know. Go outside, smoke a cigar, relax, because these are great, but they spoil you for the next week. and be like, man, I only got 10 points at the half. I'm struggling right now. But that was a nice victory by New England. You saw it coming here. Everybody on offense was healthy, but a 54 spot, not even I saw that one coming. Hit the over by themselves like a Wake Forest Army game. Moving over, how about that World Series that is set, though? Astros, Braves, get start tomorrow. Houston on the series price, a minus 150 favorite. ATL looking to keep the good luck rolling here, Donnie. Yeah, it seems like about an even a World Series as you are going to get. Looking forward to it. First pitch tomorrow night. Let's get it started. Last one here, Penn State upset by Illinois in nine overtimes. Hey, NCAA. Next time you want to make rule changes, call me and Donnie. These things stink, but so does Penn State. We'll come right back. We'll talk about the Chiefs' downright disaster. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line. Let's dive into some of the action here from week seven. And I think the biggest result has to be the Tennessee Titans dominating the Kansas City Chiefs. But if I would have told you that the Tennessee Titans would score 27 first half points, you would think this was probably the easiest over of the season. If I would have told you that the Tennessee Titans get shut out in the second half, you probably would have told me that the Kansas City Chiefs beat them by double digits. Well, none of that happened. 20 Seven 
to three. Final score. This Kansas City team in complete disarray. Three and four. I get it. The schedule's tough, Donnie. There is no excuse for what this team has put forward through seven weeks of action. No, there's certainly not. And the game we like to play, right? If you would have told me before the game, said, hey, Donnie, 58 and a half is the closing number here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And by the way, Tennessee scored 27 by themselves in the first half. Somebody's getting fired in the back room because 58 and a half was a ridiculous price. It should have been Mm -hmm. 68 and a half. Not so fast here. But the bigger question today is not the Tennessee Titans that they knock off another heavyweight in the NFL. We just saw them do it with the Bills, you know, six days earlier on Monday Night Football. Can they do it again against the Chiefs? Yes, they did. And the Tennessee Titans were very good in this football game. But the one question that we have now is what to make of the Kansas City Chiefs here for the rest of 2021? Because it was always Patrick Mahomes playing street ball out there, making everything happen and everybody's wide open. It's not the case anymore. Travis Kelsey looks a step slower here. Tyreek Hill not getting open as much. The running game since Clyde Edward-Alaire went out is just disappeared. And so many plays you saw Patrick Mahomes make are now turning into interceptions. And when he's running Mm -hmm. the football, he's fumbling the football. We haven't seen this in a long time out of the Chiefs. And we thought maybe they would bounce back and get that. Ah, they didn't play good against the Washington football team, but easily won that game. Not the case here. The Chiefs could be in danger of missing the playoffs with all of that talent, Kevin. And that is the question at this point about can this team miss the playoffs? I think them missing the playoffs feels about as likely as them winning a division as they're currently in third with a two-loss Chargers team and a two-loss Raiders team sat in front of them, which is incredible to say out loud. And the thing is, we all know the defense is bad. Trust me, there are no, hey, well, listen, second half shutout. The Titans, which should never be the case, were like, yeah, we actually don't need to score anymore. Against the Kansas City Chiefs, they're like, yeah, we're good. Just kind of slow play here. Take the play clock down to three. None of this matters. This team's hopeless. Because we all know the defense is bad. But this should be the game, Donnie, that sends the alarm off about where this offense is right now. And you have the New York Jets, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Houston Texans all tied for the second most turnovers in the NFL at 12 total turnovers. Davis Mills, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, three rookie quarterbacks, 12 turnovers as a team. The Kansas City Chiefs have turned it over 17 times. Nobody is, like, no one's close. Like, you can't win football like that. Again, the defense is a nightmare. I get it. The offense has been bad. 17 turnovers? Like, they have turned it over 10 more times than the Baltimore Ravens? Like, this is a team right now that it is really difficult to trust here because what I thought was at one point just maybe some early season bad turnover luck is becoming a constant for them. Another game of three fumbles, lost two of them, and another game where Mahomes throws an interception. Bad decisions. Bad decisions by the Kansas City Chiefs and their offense, particularly on Patrick Mahomes. You're right. I mean, you can't, we never in a million, it's usually one of those years, Kevin's like, you know what? If you're going to take Patrick Mahomes to win MVP, he's probably going to end up with 51 touchdown passes and like seven interceptions, and they're just going to run up and down the field. That's not the case this year. But also keep in mind the mindset of the gambler when they bet the Kansas City Chiefs. Past two weeks, you know, heavy favorites. And you say, you know what? Enough is enough with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm pretty sure next week's game, the Kansas City Chiefs will probably be catching points. Not the case here, folks. Primetime game, yeah. Chiefs favored by minus 10. And people will line up around the corner to get in on the Kansas City Chiefs, Kevin, because no way they will be this bad again or lose a football game. And here we are in the NFL because it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Andy Reid. It's Travis Kelsey. It's Tyreek Hill. It's such a dynamic football team that the odds makers have no choice but to continually overrate the Chiefs because why? The betting public will line up behind it. Give me the over. Give me the team total. Give me the Chiefs. No way it happens again. (laughs) And incredibly there, Donnie is just describing me. Like, because that's how I feel every time they lose. I'm like, well, listen, this is their spot here. The bounce back is on their way. They're going to hang a 30 spot. And sometimes it happens. You go to Philly, right? And you make your way to Washington. But that's who they've picked on this year. The bad teams. Against the upper echelon, we have seen issues. And look, they beat Cleveland and they probably should have beat Baltimore. But they have now been embarrassed The last two times they stepped up in competition here against the Tennessee Titans and the Buffalo Bills. Let me give Tennessee a little bit of credit here, though. 
because the Tennessee Titans are now 5-2 and two with consecutive wins against the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. And we'll talk Sunday Night Football a little bit in hour number two in that Colts win over the San Francisco 49ers, Donnie. But that Colts team had to think to themselves, hey, listen, man, if we handle our business, we're going to get some help. Tennessee, Buffalo, KC might lose both, certainly drop in a game. Like, they should be, they, and they play next week, the Titans and the Colts. And they got no help whatsoever. So now, instead of going into that game next week where the Colts could get a win, put both teams at, say, 4-4, four and four, and hey, listen, eight weeks, we're even, we split, and we're off to the races. Now, if the Titans beat Indianapolis next week, Donnie, they will be 6-2, and two, and they will have swept the Colts. Essentially, they will have built a four-game lead in the division if they win next week. You're looking at a Tennessee team that might be able to wrap up a division crown eight weeks into the season if they get the job done. All the credit to this Titans group right now can to continue to battle. No, you're exactly correct also. And take a look at, you know, the way the schedule unfolds because you're right already. So, okay, we're our division rival. We're going to beat them twice and already get their games out of the way. The, ten, the toughest games we're going to have is that home stretch here. We're going to play the Bills and we're going to play the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe we get a split out of those and we'll be fine. No. When you're knocking down your tough games and the schedule, I don't want to say it eases up because you don't know who's going to be injured playing or whatnot. But the simple fact is for the Tennessee Titans, they had their injured streaks go through, right? Keep in mind, this team lost to the New York Jets, but you're only as good as the players that you have available. So if you're down your top three wide receivers and, you know, a couple offensive linemen and defenders, you're going to lose. But the Tennessee Titans, when healthy, Kevin, as good as you can get in the NFL, to me, the perfect offense, good offensive line talented quarterback with a big arm and is mobile the best running back in football Mm -hmm. and legitimate wide receivers i like it i like this team a lot the tennessee titans one of four five and two teams in the afc another pair of five and two teams the Bengals and the ravens and we'll talk baltimore in a minute but cincinnati deserves a world of credit here donnie for what they've put forward through seven weeks of action and i thought the game against detroit as much as it's the lions was a big statement of where they were. They needed to go out there, build off of their close loss to Green Bay, and beat a team up, and they did. But even then, I didn't know what they were going to be able to do coming up against the Baltimore team that's had their number for years now. 41-17, offense started to click 400 yards for Joe Burrow, both running backs into the end zone, and we said it during our headlines here. Jamar Chase, Clearly your offensive rookie of the year and an all-pro talent at the wide receiver position. Yeah, I thought this game would actually stay under the total, and early on it looked that way. You know, take a look at the Baltimore Ravens. They had Lamar Jackson under wraps. They were sensational. But the credit, I mean, credit to the Cincinnati Bengals. And this is that week-to-week gambling we look at in the NFL where you Mm -hmm. took a really good football team coming into Baltimore. Baltimore destroyed them last week. You know, six-and-a-half-point spread. Uh-oh, they're begging you to take the Bengals in this one. Bengals were the better football team, 41-17. to 17. So those ebbs and flows in the NFL, that always happens. The one thing that we do know, Cincinnati Bengals are a good football team, and they are going to make a playoff mm-hmm. push. And that's the reality of it right now, trying to get a sense of who is going to be in and who's going to be out, how many spots are wide open. When we ask that question, are the Kansas City Chiefs going to make the playoffs? Cincinnati Bengals 5-2. and two. Raiders 5-2, and two. Chargers, Baltimore, Buffalo. There's a lot of those spots that already maybe look a little occupied here. This is going to be an uphill climb for that KC team. We'll talk a little Baltimore and some New York football after this quick break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Breaking down week seven in the NFL right here on SportsGrid. We're talking about the Bengals-Ravens game. And I want to just pull it back to Baltimore before we move forward here. Because they are one of the more interesting five and twos you'll ever see a team present to the table, Donnie. Absolutely handled their business against the Chargers and against the Broncos. Give them all the credit in the world. This Bengals game, their worst performance of the season. Lamar Jackson didn't have it clicking here, and the defense just started to fall apart. But then you look at the other games, right? The Raiders game probably deserved better than that loss in overtime to Vegas. Blew a lead. It happens. But there are three games, Donnie, that they put up 3-0. and That still should not be a thing. That game against the Chiefs, where KC is deep into your territory under two minutes looking for just a field goal to win the game. They win. 66-yard field goal attempt for any kicker, even if it's Justin Tucker, should not be able to go through the uprights. It does. Turns a loss to a win. And then that Colts game where they felt like they were down a million and got some missed chip shots from Rodrigo Blankenship to still let that game go to overtime, win a coin toss, and they win. That is a stretch, Donnie, that maybe should be 0-3, but I have no idea how you come out of 3-0 and on to then get rolled by Cincinnati in their own building, I think Baltimore is still of the upper echelon of this conference, but I just don't know exactly where they land. No, you're right. And you take a look at the Baltimore offense, right? And we've seen the absolute highs of Lamar Jackson this year, you know, throwing for a lot of yards, looking tremendous in the pocket, making every read. And then for the first half yesterday, you, for a lot of the time, you're going like, ooh, man, these are the ones where we sort of get scared to bet the Ravens in meaningful games at the end of the season and in the playoffs because it looks like Lamar Jackson can throw in one of those clunkers. Now, the trade deadline is coming up sooner, uh, sooner than later, I should say. Sammy Watkins will be back on offense, who's had a decent start start to the season, you know, veteran wide receiver Bateman's making his way into it. And also keep in mind, Marquise Brown, emerging deep threat wide receiver here in the NFL. It still seems to mm-hmm. me, though, they're missing something, and it's the running game. You, running backs are a dime a dozen, but when you hurt a dozen of them like the Ravens had, you still have to go out and make some moves. It's Le'Veon Bell can't play. Devontae Freeman can't play here. You're relying on Tyson Williams, two carries for 10 yards, and Lamar Jackson being the bulk of your running game. There's a lot of running backs out there. If you gave them a capable, very good running back, Madani, Latavius Murray sat that game out. I'm talking a legitimate running back, 23, 24, 25 years old, that can hit and explode on some plays. I think the Ravens will be back in, but it's a great point you bring up. Their schedule and what you look at how they won those games, a lot of that stink was covered up there by that big-time win by over the Chargers. And all in all, the fact that we're like, well, listen, if they would have had Latavius Murray, like that's the state of the running back room. And there's yeah. probably some truth to it. Like, this team, like, the overall numbers look amazing, right? 24, 115, and averaging almost five per carry. That's Lamar. The running backs on this team, (laughs) I mean, 11 carries for 29 yards. Le'Veon Bell, five for five. Like, that, he shouldn't, he he can't be playing football anymore. That can't be a thing. Tyson Williams, two for 10. Devonta Freeman, four for 14. That's not good. That's losing football. Donnie's right. It's their identity. It's when they're at their best, and they need to put some more resources into the position. I know the J.K. Dobbins thing put them behind the eight ball, but they need to go out there and add some more talent. We talked about this game, of course, through the prism of what Jamar Chase has done for the rookie of the year. Mac Jones is going to continue to push him if for no other reason than people love Mac Jones. He did have a big day, though, Donnie, for 307 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. You followed this game closely, I know. Or maybe you were able to shut it off almost immediately because of how quickly the Pats checked into their team total. 54 points they put on the New York Jets. What was your takeaway here from this game? 
Yeah, it, it was about what I thought here from a Patriots perspective where they would win the game fairly easily over the Jets. Now, the Jets were coming off of a bye week, so you figured they would have a better game plan than they did the first time against the New England Patriots. But also keep in mind in this game, you know, Zach Wilson goes down with an injury, and it was pretty much the door shut after that. But then you say, hey, I mean, was Zach Wilson going to be better than what Mike White actually showed? 20 of 32, 202 yards and a touchdown. Did throw two interceptions in that game, but you can't fault the guy getting his first NFL experience on the road, and they're already down big time in this game. But I want to focus on the New England Patriots and what we got out of the offense. Because, you know, when you bet team totals, you sort of take the defense out of the equation and say, what can you see out of this football game that maybe you haven't seen for the first part of the year? A healthy offense. A healthy offense with a rookie quarterback that's been around the block and played against some tough opponents and at home against a bad football team. That means you got four out of your five offensive starters on the offensive line back into the equation. You also saw finally Damian Harris with no injury designation heading into this one. You thought he would dominate. 14 carries, 106 yards, 7.6 yards per carry, and also scored two touchdowns in this game. When you have a quarterback, a young kid, thrown for 70% completion rate, everybody healthy on offense against a bad defense, I thought they would move it. Now, did I think they would move it to the tune of 54 points against the Jets? Because how many times, Kevin, do you see me come on the air and say, hey, you know what? I need a running mate in this football game. There was no running mate. They ran away from their running mate, scoring 31 points in the first half. Big-time win by the Patriots. Does this propel them to a division championship? Probably not. The playoffs, we'll see down the line. But if you're looking from a New England perspective, the key here is when you have a young quarterback, if he looks competent, and beat the teams that you are supposed to beat, they did that yesterday. So as I was watching this game and watching the New England Patriots run up the score, I kept asking why. Why? On in-game live, we were following the halftime lines. The second half total overall was 18 and a half. Essentially, a number that said, yeah, the Pats don't need to play any more football. They're done here. They, they'll stop scoring. And maybe the Jets will find the end zone. But this game is now done where it stands as the result wasn't in doubt. The Pats on their own put up 23 points. They never stopped. They never stopped. And I kept trying to figure, why? He's totally unnecessary. We already saw them play the Jets. They approached it completely differently, 25-6. to They ran the ball what felt like every single play. None of that game actually mattered. And I think the answer, Donnie, and I'm curious what you think on this, is I think Belichick was trying to prove to his team that they are actually good and that this team can actually make a run here. Now, I don't know if that's true, but again, we look at the state of the AFC playoffs today. They're three and four. They have the same record as the Kansas City Chiefs. They are, you know, possibly in the mix here if they can rip off some results. I don't know if it's going to work for Belichick, but I think he purposely went out there and tried to allow his team to feel good about themselves, thinking they're in the hunt in the AFC, because you don't put up 54 on any team unless you really want to. Coaches, front office people, owners, they'll tell you. We tune everything out. We don't read the papers. We don't listen to sports talk radio. We don't watch ESPN. We're just focused on our game plan this week. What was over the past couple of weeks people screaming at Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels? Look, he's an NFL quarterback. Sometimes you have to take the restrictions off and just let the kid play football. The goal is not to come into the game and say, hey, as a young quarterback, don't lose it for us. Let's throw it 21 times. How about in a game you won by 41 points, Mac Jones threw 36 times. Wouldn't this have been the game mm -hmm. usually if you won big? Where, hey, Mac Jones only needed 16 passes in this game because they completely destroyed the Jets. No, they took the restrictions off their young quarterback. And, oh, yeah, 24 of 36 for 307, two touchdowns, no interceptions, a passer rating mm -hmm. of 111. He's a good player. He wasn't drafted in the third round like Davis Mills. He was drafted into a good organization with a lot of talent from a kid that went to Alabama and absolutely dominated on the biggest stage. Let him throw. It looks like yesterday they finally said, you know what? Enough. We had everything around you. Now you should be able to go. The offense is intact. Everybody's healthy. Let's see what you got, Mac Jones. He passed that test yesterday. They let Brian Hoyer throw the football when he came into the game. They were running trick plays in the second half of a game that had no chance for the Jets to be competitive. It was a message sent there, I think, from Bill Belichick trying to decipher what that message, what message was. On the Jets side, an unmitigated disaster. You're 1-5. in five. Your, friend, your rookie quarterback got injured in the game. He's going to miss some time, the reports are. He's going in for the MRI today. There's not much to say about the Jets other than I think there will be, when it's all said and done, at least one positive for this football team, and it's that they didn't pay Sam Darnold. 
Because Sam Darnold is not a franchise quarterback. No, how, no matter how much you can all blame Adam Gase, who is actively bad, no matter how much you can blame last year's roster, that team last year was better when Joe Flacco was at the quarterback position. And you're watching the Carolina Panthers this year, and there is a reason why they are aggressively pursuing Deshaun Watson. Because they know what has been obvious during Sam Darnold's career, and he's not a franchise quarterback. Just because he was picked in the top three in the NFL draft isn't going to change that. 16 for 25 for 111 yards, no touchdowns, a pick, and benched Donnie back at MetLife. Yeah, put just an overall poor performance. This is a team that actually had it. Yeah, they lost 25 to 3. They were up 3 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Hey, they're just going to play good defense. They're going to slug it out with New York yeah. and come away with the victory. And Sam Darnold was terrible. PJ Walker comes in behind him. Let's get a spark. Let's get a spark. Yeah, had that 3 for 14 workout and a passer rating of 39.6. They you mm-hmm. in the NFL, you either have a quarterback or you don't. And your franchise can be talented on defense. You can have playmakers at wide receiver. You can have one of the best running backs in football who's never seemingly healthy at this point point and nothing works unless your quarterback is good and I love the fact that we're already taking a look at after seven games into the season because the narrative early on was the Panthers might have found the franchise guy here look at this I mean he can run where did he get these wheels from I don't know where he got the wheels from but the wheels have certainly fallen off of the wagon at this point now where you're not even sure if he's going to start next week's game who your quarterback is going to be but I have to say for the Carolina Panthers this is a good thing we didn't expect big things from him this year. Your one goal in mind for the Panthers, Kevin, this year, find out if Darnold can be your franchise guy. He can't. Mission accomplished. Overall, if anybody out there goes, well, what did you want him to do? Christian McCaffrey's been gone. <laughs> Not lose every single game without him? Dallas Cowboys. Philadelphia Eagles. Minnesota Vikings. New York Giants. Those are the defenses that Sam Darnold played. He didn't play well in any of the games. A nightmare. Not a franchise quarterback. Let P.J. Walker have some fun. I'll be right back. More early line on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The NFC League gets the job done. And boy, did they ever. We talk about the AFC, a jumbled mix. I love when we play it again for the people. A jumbled mix there at the top of the AFC. But in that NFC, Donnie, it is very clear the top five teams in the conference. The unbeaten Cardinals, Tampa, Green Bay, Dallas, and the Rams, all one-loss teams. Like, the, like if you look at six Wins, five wins for these groups. Like the next closest, a three and two Saints team here. Abundantly clear how good the top of the conference is. Let's talk about each and every one of the results, though, here. We'll start with Tampa Bay over Chicago. And wildly, I actually don't know if Tampa Bay is the story. Brady, 600th career touchdown pass, four in the game. 
Although, I'm going to be honest with you guys, he's like, he's stat padding. He's throwing the ball in the three-yard line every single time to Mike Evans. It's a little bit ridiculous. He's going to have a 50-touchdown season, and I'm not sure how overwhelmed I will be by it. But I really actually believe the story of this game is the team on the other sideline. And Donnie has made this point countless times, and I'm not sure there is a single game he could point to where to back up his point more than what the Chicago Bears offense put forward, or I guess what they didn't put forward here against Tampa Bay. A predictable three points, three picks for Justin Fields, and they continue to be an absolute nightmare, Donnie. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers played prevent defense the entire second half. They just basically said, front four, have fun, rush the passer, but the back end, look, just don't give up the big play, let's get out of here. And that still wasn't enough for the Bears to even move the football. And this coming from, you know, looking back at the Bears on the season as a whole, or maybe you could just look at one football game. And still, like, I'm going to keep this one game and maybe save it and show my children, my my grandchildren in 20 years and say, (laughs) I don't know how the Chicago Bears beat the Las Vegas Raiders. I I don't know. Like, the quarterback's throwing for less than 100 yards. They're not running the football, and they won by double digits. This is the NFL in a nutshell here. But yesterday, you take a look at Justin Fields, 22 of 32. He threw 32 times in this game and still couldn't get over the 200 marker, down 35 points for the majority of the second half. And also you say to yourself, well, nothing was probably working right. They had Khalil Herbert, a third-string running back, rush 18 times for 100 yards, and you still could not move the football effectively here. The broken scheme for the Chicago Bears deals a lot with a quarterback that's not ready to play in the NFL. And again, I'm covering for Justin Fields a lot. It's not his fault. The game plan for Justin Fields, Kevin, wasn't all long to bring him in like game eight, nine, or ten as he got a feel for the NFL. It wasn't like, hey, let's put this kid in because Andy Dalton got injured. We have no offensive line, no weapons to help him out, no running game, and no coaching staff. Hey, kid, go out there and see if you can do some things. Keep in mm-hmm. mind, the Bears aren't 0-7. They're actually 3-4 and putting out oh, these yeah. type of offensive efforts out here. Get some get, get some talent on offense. You know, maybe the kid needs to sit two or three weeks, put Andy Dalton out there just to stem the tide so next year your quarterback in Justin Fields is not shell-shocked because watching that game yesterday on my TV, every time Justin Fields came off the field, it looked like Kevin, he couldn't imagine. Like, I don't want to go out there. Let me put this helmet right. on. I'm going to sulk on the bench. And they kept sending him right back out there. I was having a conversation with someone about, do you think Justin Fields would actively be happier if he was just at Ohio State, just winning a Heisman unbeaten, going to a national championship game against Georgia? Because I don't know how he could possibly be enjoying himself. The three and four point you bring up is very important because we're talking about the top five here in the NFC, but seven teams are making the playoffs and their defense is going to keep them in the race here. But I, I want to read a tweet to the people from Adam Hodge, who's a Bears insider for NBC Chicago. I want you to listen to this. On the first interception, Justin Fields quick snapped the ball because they told him in his headset the Bucks had 12 players on the field. He thought it was a free play. Second week in a row that has happened. Fire Matt Nagy tomorrow. Fire him today. We're wasting time here. Justin Fields is going to be their quarterback for the remainder of this season. Maybe he'll get benched for Dalton, but for at least two more years after it. Stop letting him build bad habits with Matt Nagy around this team. He was very clearly deserving of being fired last year when they went to the playoffs despite every single thing going wrong. He was never the guy when the Bears won the NFC North. That was Vic Fangio's coach of the year, and we should have Nagy send that to his house immediately it was Khalil Mack's team not Mitchell Trubisky's team Ryan Pace is clueless it feels like upstairs maybe not he got fields is it a good pick we'll never know with Matt Nagy on the sidelines it is a waste of time for a Bears team that has a lot of cap put out on that field and believes they should be in the playoff hunt and if they legitimately had anything that resembled a competent offense they would be on their way to the playoffs they need to make a change and I know it sounds brash fired people seven games into the year the thing is Don he should have never even got another seven games coming into this season no, it's pretty wild when you take a look at it, too, because let, let's let's look at two, you know, from that coaching trees like the Santa Andy Reid, right? Andy Reid comes in as a young head coach. Hey, we're going to draft my franchise guy, Donovan McNabb. Nurtures him, turns him into an all-pro, wins a couple NFC championships, gets to a Super Bowl. Goes to Kansas City, and they say, hey, you know what, Andy? We, we trust you with quarterbacks here. You've done pretty well. Uh, who do you want? Patrick Mahomes. Looks like one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. MVP, already won a Super Bowl. So if Andy Reid, again, wants Pat, let's just say Andy Reid coaches for another 20 years, which probably is going to happen, hmm. and another quarterback comes in, you 
would trust Andy Reid with the new young quarterback. Well, look at the Chicago Bears. Let's trade up and get Mitchell Trubisky with this young staff. Hey, we completely ruined, ruined Trubisky. He is a bad quarterback. But you know what's going to be a good sign from management? You know what, guys? Trade up and do it again here. See if you can nurture this young quarterback. How's that working out in Chicago? You get one chance at this before you have to change regimes over, and you can do so much more damage now by ruining kid. Remember Sam Darnold back at the New York Jets coming out of college? Everybody wasn't saying this guy's going to be a bust. Hey, this kid's got talent. Let's see what happens. Gets into so many bad habits, you can't find your way out. And you just see Justin Fields yesterday. The original tweet I sent out over the winter, it's a shame Justin Fields went to Chicago. At least give him a chance because it matters where you go. If Mac Jones went to Chicago, you think Mac Jones is throwing 36 times and looking Mm. good? No, we're probably saying, why did you draft Mac Jones? What a terrible pick. There were so many other quarterbacks on the board. It's just a product of your environment. Save Justin Fields from himself here, please. Also, what a classic under. Like, the Donnie Rideside special is what I like to call that. 38 from one team and a stone-cold under. Moving over, how about Rams-Lions here? Double revenge game. And all in all, to me, Detroit went out there, played like it was their Super Bowl, onside kicks, fake punts, fake punts, go for it on fourth downs, and they still lost by nine to the L.A. Rams. Matthew Stafford, three touchdowns. Cooper Cup is behind only Derrick Henry in odds for Offensive Player of the Year, and it is easy to see why. 10, 156, and two scores. I might see a world where people were out there laid 16 and a half with the Rams, and they come away feeling negative of this game. I wouldn't. I think the Rams, at the end of the day, Donnie, still were able to lay it on a team that spotted themselves a quick 10-0 lead. Overall, I think the Rams continue to me be the best team in this conference. Yeah, Rams are pretty good here. We had Kyle Provine on talking a little DFS action on Friday night on In Play Sports tonight. And this was one of those games that we brought up saying, ah, by halftime, Matthew Stafford won't have to play football. Not the case here. You know, 41 <laughs> passes, 334, three touchdowns, which you're right. Cooper Cup is absolutely outstanding. And imagine that. We're like, hey, man, I got a quarterback named Jared Goff. Oh, yeah, by the way, next year you're going to get Matthew Stafford. And look at what he's doing. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's wide open every play. Why? Because he's being thrown wide open. Ten catches, 156 yards, and two touchdowns. These are one of the games where you look at and say, well, Donnie, they were 0-6 coming in the Detroit Lions. The Rams should have paced them and covered the spread. But the sign of a really good football team is when things aren't going your way and the other team gets an onside kick, fakes multiple kicks and gets them against you, and you still win this football game comfortably. And at the end of the game, when you needed playmakers the most, don't you remember the narrative going around the NFL? It's like, <laughs> two first-round picks for Jalen Ramsey. You kidding me, man? They got fle- Did they really get fleeced now? One of the yeah. single best overall players in football saving the day for you and stealing a win? Mm-hmm. Trust me, draft picks don't win football games. All pro players do. Jalen Ramsey's a stud. He's a star. Also, this is the second time that I've seen a former teammate of Goff narrative intercept him. Marcus Peters did it when they traded him to Baltimore. Mm. And this, to me, is the difference between Stafford and Goff. If Goff was still in L.A., would they be 6-1? and one? Maybe. But I know for a fact that the Lions wouldn't be 0-7 if Matthew Stafford was still on that football team. And I know they compete. And I'm not, and I'm, and I think Dan Campbell very well could still be their guy moving forward. But Jared Goff is not. But I think in the room they already know that. 0 and seven, Lions still waiting to see if at some point they can grab a win. We want to talk about not the guy, Davis Mills. Listen, <laughs> not that anybody thought he was, but I ended up in the most insane argument of my life with Gabe Morenci of Game Time Decisions on a crossover on In-Game Live as he told me, I'm too hard on Davis Mills. What do you want him to do? Well, Tyrod Taylor played six quarters of football, 37 in week one, 14 points tied with the Cleveland Browns in the first half. Davis Mills, Donnie, has five starts at the quarterback position. In three of the five, he has led zero touchdowns. I mean, the Cardinals didn't even try, and they covered a 20-point spread. I, I mean, I don't know what I you love, want to say about yeah. the Texans. Like, they're just, they're just that bad. I, I get a kick out of this because I love when narratives get to keep going. Like, you know, your Washington football team narrative. Every time, that, it doesn't even matter what the defense does. As long as Washington loses, you get a whole week of fun to bash that defense. Uh-huh. I have it two times now. When the Chicago Bears put up three points, I can run a rampage on the Chicago franchise uh-huh. for the next week. But I think the one that's hitting home even more is I think I'm turning on a new set of fans here out here the way you watch the Houston Texans because most people say it's like, I don't want to watch this game. No, no, no. 
these are the games that you should watch because it's very rare in professional sports when, again, <laughs> one team does not care about the clock or the scoreboard, but actually <laughs> looks at the real clock on the board and says, guys, we got yeah. an hour and 45 minutes to go. Let's see what happens. Hey, guys, good news. We're down multiple touchdowns. It's already 3.30. In 30 mm -hmm. minutes, we'll be back on the plane and heading back to Houston. I don't know what's going on with the franchise of Houston. Your only goal, I guess, was to be bad and maybe salvage some draft picks. But at the same time, if, what a, like, if you are a fan of the Texans, there is no enjoyment. Like, I'm a fan of the Eagles. Like, at least I got to cheer on one drive. Uh -huh. It's like, hey, this is pretty fun. We're up 7 nothing. here playing against the Vegas Raiders. Yeah. And maybe at the end of the game, like, okay, Jalen Hurts made a couple plays here and got the game interesting. But as a Houston Texans fan, you turn that game on. And you are just worried about, are we getting a first down here or not? And maybe we'll fake punt. It's a wild world out here for the Texans, but it's a crazy thing to watch. This team doesn't care about the scoreboard, and I've never seen anything like it in my life. Look, I, as we said, right, when we get it right, we get it right. When we get it wrong, we get it wrong. Hand up, maybe the worst pick I've given out in my entire life, Mark Ingram over rush yards. Six carries, nine yards. I mean, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know. What is like they had, they were trailing the whole game and had 150 yards offense as a team. I don't even know what's going on here. Like, like the Cardinals actively were like they no showed the game. They slept walked. They didn't score in the first quarter and they still covered a 20 point spread. The Cardinals moved to seven and zero and it's not a headline because we all knew they were going to win the game. They laid 20 and a half to an NFL team. 20 and a, the Chiefs last year who lost once and were good still played the Jets that lost every game and still didn't lay this caliber of a number I mean Why? we are talking about historically bad football being presented here by the Houston Texans I mean starting quarterback for five games four total touchdowns from Davis Mills in those five games goodness me as far as the Cardinals go Kyler Murray has got a real legitimate chance to take down this MVP. We've talked about it. It's a race that we're following. I have no idea how Josh Allen keeps tricking people into booking him as the favorite for this award. I don't know why the only people from Buffalo are apparently betting MVP. Yes. I don't know how I also just found my way to get in trouble with Bills fans again on their bye week. But Kyler deserves to be the favorite here with the 7-0 Cardinals. They play Green Bay Thursday night football next week. We'll talk Packers next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, quick little segment before we hit hour number two. You see the smile on my face. Why? Because we're talking about that bad Washington football defense. Another mm. three touchdown performance they give up to an opposing quarterback. They have allowed, oh man, four different quarterbacks to throw at least three touchdowns on them in the last five weeks. I mean, they stink. And one of them was not Patrick Mahomes. It's actually really, really wild how bad Washington is. The wild thing about this game, though, Donnie, was the second half. 
They they scored three points. They didn't punt in the entire second half, the Washington offense. Green Bay is one of the weirdest teams right now in this league. Six straight wins, six straight covers. I don't know if they've played well any of the six games. Uh, you know what's interesting too, Kevin? You're right. The 24 to 10, if you just look at it on the outside, oh, they won by two touchdowns here. They should have gotten beat in this game outright in Lambeau Field. And I have to tell you, uh, one of the more astonishing things is Heineke running for a touchdown, but sort of like rolling into the end zone and then oh saying that goodness. he gave himself up at the goal line. Never seen that in my life, number one. Number two, then he has the quarterback sneak where you know, he loses the football, gathers it, puts the football basically and touches the goalpost. Like, hey, no, that's not a touchdown here. We're going that, to, that's not going to get overturned. I haven't, the, the back to back plays where, did anybody in the world think when Heineke was diving into the end zone that he was going to be called down at the goal line? Never seen anything in my life. But if you are a Green yeah. Bay Packers fan or backer and you bet the seven and a half, congratulations, you stole one. Look, let me just say, you know how they like they like oh we're emphasizing pass interference we're emphasizing holding evidently they're emphasizing like not letting QB sneaks on the one yard line work for touchdowns anymore like sums up in the NFL man I don't know what is going on here as hard as I am on Washington at the minimum spread backers deserved a much better result they outgained Green Bay the only thing on the Packers though like. No team in the NFL closes up shop more than the Packers. Like, they look across the field. They go, oh, you can't win this game. We don't need to play football anymore. They play the Arizona Cardinals on Thursday Night Football next week. Different scene. Hour two is next. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.